There's a law of love. 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 Whatever you call it, love is a law. And it has a law. I want us to look at the analogy or the parable of the bride and the bridegroom because that is how Adonai taught us about love. And we will not really dwell there, but let's go uh, there and look at something. There are things that really bring joy day in and day out. First John chapter 4 verse 19 says, We love him because he first loved us. He has, demo- he has, demonstrated, his, he has demonstrated his love for us. Woo! Can't even say it. Revelations 19 verse 7 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give him the glory for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. Who is the wife of the Lamb? Is the church. <laughs> you see, the the kingdom business and the and the and the gospel is a love story that has never been told and if ever is ever told it's not told well enough if i can put it that way it is a love story our fellowship brethren it's a love story amen amen so, it's a love story. Pastor Isaac, if you can, let's go to the book of Songs of Solomon. We have a, our, our fellowship. It's a love story. Love story. Okay. <laughs> Song of Solomon. The love relationship between the bride and the groom must be centered around love. And Sukkah is a love story. Is a love story. We are expecting him. We're rehearsing his coming. You'll be taken, raptured. It's a love story. Those who have been with us will tell you, uh, I tell beautiful love stories. If there's any grace God has given me is the grace of love. Okay. Amen. Amen. Let's go to, uh, what do you call it? Song. Song. Of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 2. <laughs> the book of Song of Solomon, chapter 1, the verse 2, on the amplified version of the Bible. May he kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Solomon arrives, he turns to him, saying, For your love is better than wine. Hallelujah. This love 
is better than wine, is better than the gift of wine, is better than the Amen. gifts. You can't buy this love. It's better Amen. than any price you may be willing to pay. It's love. Amen. Amen. And our fellowship, brethren, must be centered around Love. Amen. Amen. Our fellowship is a fellowship of love. He said, let him kiss me, right? With the kisses of his mouth. Amen. It's, it's, Amen. I mean, let the love be demonstrated. Before you come with your gifts, before you bring the wine, you bring the bread, you bring the, the oil. I want your love. That is why. Amen. You see. Elohim speaking to a loveless church, loveless church. There are churches that are loveless. Let me tell you what it was before you even go ahead of me. Let's see what that loveless church looks like. Because someone may be thinking, yeah, loveless church. They don't care about anyone. No, you've got to understand what he means by love. Let me tell you, love is action-based. Amen. Many brides, uh, well, many brides marry out of convenience to have their needs met and so on. We never married to to have our needs met. Though when you go to, well, the glorified marriage seminars, you'll be told this, you must know the man's needs, know the woman's needs. No, we... Did we really come together for the needs to be met? Niko na bazalane, niko na ine, niko na. You are not meeting my needs. Which ones, really? Is that the reason we really came? That is why marriages fail because people come with a long list of twenty-five needs. How am I going Amen. to get 25 met when I can't even deal with three yet? How am I going to meet your 25, your long list of needs? How am I going to meet it? How many, how many believers Amen. have really come into relationships of convenience? They never really know him. The heart of any marriage is love. And the heart of any relationship is a love. Love me first. <laughs> we can talk about Amen. the rest. Amen. There's a song that says, I don't know who, I believe is one of the songs in the world. It says, love, Elda Kitty will know it because I know she knows all these ones. It says, uh, love me in a special hey. way. What more can I say? Love me now. <laughs> love me. Love me. And to love me in a special way is to understand that I'm loud. I'm crazy. You know, I can be all. That's loving me. That's, you're not trying to try to knock me into some something of your you know of your imagination knock my Amen. voice into control Nicole, Amen. 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 people come with the 
in a marriage because they've come to spanner somebody into their imagination or well the man of their imagination or woman of their imagination <laughs> okay let's stop that because you seem to be uncomfortable with it you can't come uh, Amen. The reason marriages oh. fail, I want to help somebody by the grace of God. You can have fun and have a love relationship. Amen. Throw away the hamore. Throw away the gnopiri, the hamore, the spanere. What else are they? Tell me. Throw them away. Amen. 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 Nitang tule ye, nitang tule na. You find men and women listening to how to be a perfect wife. Twelve uh, ways of how to be a perfect wife. Twelve ways of a perfect man. Where have you seen that? Have you seen it? He died for an imperfect people. That's Amen. Me. Amen. 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 Nitang tule. No, Mary. <laughs> While we were yet sinners, he did what? Died. Amen. That is why when you talk about marriage, you are talking about a love story. And the church is the love story. The church is the bride. Amen. He tells you how imperfect your woman will be. And you are looking for the twelve ways of of how to be a perfect wife. Excuse me, where are you going to find that? Amen. Nitang tule bagit, nitang tule, nitule ngabeksasolutong, ngasolutong, ang tule ah, batang tule, nitule. No, mami. Where do we see? Where have you seen that? Love is mm. not considered a choice. You love the one you have Amen. married. It's not a yeah. choice. No, no, we are so in love. Where? Where did you become so in love? It's not a choice. You love the one you have married. Amen. Let me Amen. give you one wisdom Amen. and we'll continue into the love story of Christ. Let me talk about something. When when a relationship is in trouble or when there's a, there's a there's an issue in the marriage, don't wait for the other party to um to uh, come to the party and do something about what is going wrong. People will tell you most of the time you hear things like it takes two to build. No, it doesn't. Let me clarify. It doesn't. Amen. If my wife will do this, if my husband will do this, this relationship will be better. No, it doesn't take two. They say it takes two to tango. That is the world story. It took one man to die for the sin of the the sins of the whole world. One man. Amen. Where do you see two? If the relationship, hear me and write this down in the tablets of your heart. If your Amen. relationship is on fire, if the house of your relationship is burning, 
Are you going to wait for your partner to to stop the fire? To quench the fire? To to to, to kill the fire? Your furniture no. will, I want you to watch. Your furniture will be burnt, your clothes will be burnt, everything inside the house will be burnt. It will take you more to build than it would have taken less to kill the fire. Take the fire extinguisher alone and kill it. Amen. Now, Amen. Husband doesn't want to talk about anything. He's never available. Hello. Hello. Amen. Amen. No, my wife never wants to discuss anything. You have missed the point. You have missed the point entirely. If your house is on fire, get a fire extinguisher. Extinguish the fire. Amen. Don't wait for him to come and help you. Extinguish the fire. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to kill the fire so that the furniture doesn't get bent along with the house. Amen. Don't wait for the house to be gutted by fire. Don't wait for the entire house to be gutted. Your partner may never be ready to talk about things. You don't need to wait for that. Do your part. Amen. Show them love. Give them the love. Love wins always. Love is greater. Love overcomes evil. No, I'm waiting for him, you know. It's not done anything. I'm not going to. It doesn't work like that. I'm using the scenario of a house on fire. Kill the fire. Even you can't stand and say, I'm waiting for help. Hello? You could be doing something before help comes. Help will meet you on the way. But most of the time, people wait until the fire is gutted to the whole house. Then there's no marriage left. Amen. The labor. The labor. You labor for your spouse. You can be the only one praying in the family. You are not special. You're just doing your Amen. ministry. It's love you're doing. Amen. Amen. And I can assure Amen. you, it will not always be like that. Once you are married, Amen. the ability to be a bride is fully there in you. And to express love is there. Once you are married, that ability comes with that certificate of marriage or the announcement, the pronouncement, the pronouncement when they say, I now pronounce you as husband and wife, it comes, the grace comes. That means all of us can do it. Amen. Amen. No, I don't love him. You didn't have to love him. Where's you? Love is shed abroad in our hearts. Amen. Do you also understand that love may not be received? Do we stop loving? We don't. Because no. you're not going to control me how I should love you. I love you. But you are not going to dictate to me how I should do it. Your behavior, your character, has got nothing to do with my love. I love you. Amen. It's a love. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. If this is not evident and is not in every marriage, it will damage the marriage relationship. It damages the the love story. It must never be broken. You Amen. don't break the love story. You don't break the cords of love. Amen. If it takes you to keep joy and happiness in your house, let it be you now. You are anointed for Amen. this. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> The entire writ, the entire Bible is a story of love. Amen. Amen. We are under the law of love. Let's go to Matthew 22, verse 36, maybe 240 or thereabout. Am I helping somebody? Amen. Amen. Matthew 22, 36 to 40. Time flies. The book of Matthew, the chapter. This is Yom Teruah. Yom Teruah. You can so be in love that nobody can separate you. I'm telling you. Amen. 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 The book of Matthew, chapter 22, the verse 36, on the amplified page of the Bible. Teacher, which is the law, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And, and Jesus replied. I believe Shana. Is taking the death's attention. Who can assist? All right, let me read. The book of okay. the chapter is. Thank you, Sister Doug. It says, One of them, unexpected in the Lord, tested him with these questions Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Verse 37 Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Verse 38. This is the first and the greatest commandment. 39. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Verse 14. All the law and the prophets hung on these two commandments. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you see that? We are under the law of love, whether we like it or not. And the the prophets hung on it. It's our story. We are under the law of love. We've got to demonstrate it. We've got to do it. We don't have a choice. It's not by choice. It says, even if I speak with tongues of men and of angels, and have not love, I'm nothing. And though I, I am 
Though I, I, I feed the poor and do, do good to the needy, and though I give my body to be bent, you know, for whatever reason, but have no love, it profits me nothing. It is exactly that. You can do everything and still gain nothing out of it. Now, God, Elohim, Yahweh, talks about a loveless church. A loveless church. Church can be loveless. A relationship can be loveless. And it's got nothing to do with how the people behave themselves. I've heard of many men who were saved by their wives. I've heard of many wives who were saved by their husbands. The Bible says you can win your husband, win your partner without discussion. The thing is, we push Amen. for discussion. It's not everything we Amen. discuss. The sooner you learn to zip, the better. Amen. I've said it before that shut up. Shut up. The sooner we catch that, the better. It says you can win. I don't even Amen. want to go there. I mean, we could go there. It says you can win your husband without a discussion. Win him without a discussion. Love. Amen. Is a love that wins. L-O-V-E. Revelations 2. We're going to read from verse 1 to 5. I said, somebody may be thinking, what is this um, a loveless church? You think is a church that doesn't care about anyone? No. Let's get the interpretation from the read the Bible. It's not commentary. I've told you, stay away from commentaries. Commentaries are people's opinions. Read the read. His love is better than wine. Her love is better than wine, fine wine, fine perfume. Revelations 2. We will read from verse 1 to 5. The book of Revelation, the chapter 2, verse 1, on the Amplified Version of the Bible. To the angel of the church in Ephesus, write, These are the ways of the one who holds firmly the seven stars, which are the angels or messengers of the seven churches. In his writing, the one who walks among the seven gold, golden lampstands. I know your deeds. And your toil, and your patient endurance, and that you cannot tolerate those who are evil, and have tested and critically appraised those who call themselves apostles, and in fact are not, and have found them to be liars and imposters. And I know that you are enduring patiently, and are bearing up for my namesake. And that you have not gone weary, but I discharge against you that you have left your first love. You have lost. You have lost the depth of love that you first had for me. 
Yes, please continue, Pastor Zek. We read until verse 5. And says, so remember the height from which you have fallen and repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior. Seek God's will and do the work you did at first when you first knew me. Otherwise, I will visit you and remove your left stem from its place unless you repent. Hmm. I want you I want you to understand <sighs> this is crazy. I mean Nitang tole bagit gitul and gitulage ngasoluto. Huh? Amen. It's the angel of the church in Ephesus. I want you to understand the church in Ephesus was a beautiful church. This church had good works. They had good works, good labor, and they sacrificed for the Lord. They had made sacrifices for the Lord to the Lord. He says, these things say he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven gold, the seven golden lampstands. I know your works. He's like, I'm aware of your court. I'm aware of the things you do. Brethren, brothers and sisters, we're talking about the loveless church. Let's break it down. It says, I know your works your labor, your patience. I mean, these are works. They are works. They are deeds. They are deeds. These are things they did, and they did well, brothers and sisters. They did them well. It says, I know your works. I know your labor. I know your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. I know. I know, I know. You don't associate yourself with those who are evil. You stay away from um, all the kinds of, you stay away from all kinds of, uh, 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 what you call, gossips, slander. It continues. And he says, you have trusted those who say they are apostles and they are not, and you have found them to be liars, and you have persevered and have patience. He says all these things are good and have labored for. It's like you are not laboring for yourself. You have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. You have not become tired. You have done well. Do we all see it in that light? He's praising their works. You have done good works. You have good works. You sacrifice for the Lord to the Lord. You do all these things. You give. And brothers and sisters, are you following this? It's like I know you are patient. You, you are kind. I mean, you take all the nonsense Amen. thrown at you. You are good people. Amen. Amen. Nevertheless. Nevertheless, that means part. I have this against you. That you have left your first love. You you do all these things, but you are a loveless church. Brothers and sisters, it seems hard to believe that they could be accused 
of being loveless with all their good Amen. words. You can be excelling and say, I will you excel. It's true. But be loveless at the same time. It's an indictment. You excel in all these things. You are patient. You are kind. You have good works. You have a good character. You sacrifice. You give sacrifices to the Lord and for the Lord. But you are loveless. This is what you are saying. You are lo- There's no love. You are loveless. With all your good works, with all your sacrifices, you are loveless. You see, the problem with the church in Ephesus, they made works a priority above their love relationship. They made works a priority. They made achievements a priority. They made results a priority. Hey, Bagheet. Amen. Amen. Bagheeti. Amen. They made results, evidence. They made miracles a priority. They made it to be all about testimonies. Even if I don't testify, I'll still love him. Amen. Amen. Even if he gives me no testimony, no miracle, no healing, I love him. I'll still love him. Amen. I still do. Amen. Amen. And this. This, brethren, is an alarm sounded on the church. Is the trumpet we are blowing on the church today? Go up and down because you are looking at and looking for what he can do for you. Amen. You are looking for what he can do for you. You are looking for what can be done. It is a warning to God's people in this time. We are looking for a place where testimonies are flowing, miracles are flowing. Where is the love? This church broke the law of love. Amen. They broke the law of love and they were accused of a sin that will result in the church's light being taken off, being cut off. Look what he says. He says, remember therefore from whence you have fallen, repent and do the first works. Which one is the first works? It's love or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand. From his place. They broke the law of love. When people put miracles ahead of love. 
People even leave churches because they feel uh, I'm not receiving anything. <laughs> Amen. The, the trumpet has just gone off in this regard. They made works a priority. They made it to be about miracles. They made it to be about testimonies. They made it to be about what God has done for them or what God is doing for them. Even if it does nothing for me, I'll still love him. Amen. Job said, though he slays me, yet will I hope in him. He said, God may kill me. Though he slays me, I'll still trust him. Look at what God said. Look at what Jesus says. Let's go to Luke chapter 10, verse 41. Verse 41, I believe. You need to understand that you can't be loveless. The church in Ephesus had become loveless. It was all about what God is doing for them. What God is doing, it doesn't matter. Even if it doesn't do anything in our church, we still need to love him. Amen. Whew. I, I, I think it's talking to me. Influential ministries, big ministries, mega churches lose their impact because there's no love. They've put love on the shelves. And miracles have taken center stage. Prophecies have taken center stage. Testimonies have taken center stage. Numbers have taken center stage. Man, man. May we not be found guilty of lovelessness. Amen. Amen. May we not be found guilty of having no love. Amen. Amen. This is the alarm sounded on the church. Amen. 
Luke 10. Let's read. Uh, Luke 10, verse 41. The book of Luke, the chapter is 10, verse 41, on the Amplified version of the Bible. But the Lord replied to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered and anxious about so many things. Do you know, do you know, Pastor Isaac, if you could hold on, do you know that this is exactly what affects the status of men in churches? Because they're worried about many things in church. They didn't come to just love him. Love. They don't even have a relationship with him. They are minding too many things. They're even seeing dust under the chairs. Because, I mean, their eyes are all over. Baggity, baggity. Amen, amen. Amen. He says, Martha, Martha, you are worried about too many things. That's how many are in church. They care about Amen. everything. Every, I mean, they, they, will, they will see even things that nobody sees. They will tell you who is angry, who is not angry, who is frustrated, who is not. They know who is complaining, they know who is not happy, who is unhappy, who is angry, who is offended. They know everything. They are worried about too many things. They have become what? Loveless. Love has left them. Martha, Martha. She was actually crying out, saying, Jesus, are you not going to tell Mary to come and assist me? Are you not? How how come Halimel? Jesus said, no, when I, when, I, you are, when I have missed it, when I have become loveless, to you it has become about works, to you it has become about miracles, to, to you it has become about all these things that are necessary. You are out here thinking about how you can please me with food, with gifts, with all these things. I'm not looking for that. It's your love I want, Martha. It's your first love, your first works. Amen. Martha, Martha. Let's read it. The book of Luke, the chapter 10, verse 41. But the Lord replied to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered and anxious about so many things. But only do one see, thing. Do you see stuff. that? It says you are worried and bothered and anxious. Many are like that in church. Amen. They will see who looked at them Amen. funny. Even when people are just touched by the Holy Spirit, you think it's you they are looking at. Because it's only you Amen. who is there. It's only you. It's only you. You are the most special person. Loveless. Mm-hmm. Loveless church. Amen. Loveless. A loveless church is worried about all these things. They want everything fixed. I mean, talk about our matters. Hello. Hello. He says, but one thing is needful. One thing. One thing. What is that thing? Brothers and sisters, I said it before. Forget about commentaries. Forget about people's opinions. Let's go to the roots and find out. Huh? What is the Case before us. 
Amen. Oh, I saw the way she looked at me. Yes. Hey, bo, bagit. Pastor Isaac. But the Lord replies to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried, bothered, and anxious about so many things. But only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, that which is to advantage, which will not be taken away from her. There is a good path that you can choose that will never be taken away from you. Someone can be coming to church and then hoping to see the past and then they don't see the past and then they are angry because all they were worried about and anxious about and thinking about throughout the service was seeing the past. You are are worried about these things that are not needful. You have made them to be a priority. That's a loveless church. Not by any definition of commentaries and opinions of people. I've just showed you what he described. A loveless church is that church that is busy with works. About the miracles, what we are doing now. It's not about that. Someone can even be angry that, okay, nothing was preached today. (laughs) You see, we've made it to be about works. So every other thing we're doing, was it not service to the Lord? Loveless church. Says repent now. Sounding the alarm. Repent now and return to your first love. We give this a love. Whether it's accepted or not, we give this a love. Whether it's welcomed or not. Mama Sandra says, let love lead the greatest holy men and prophet of this generation that ever walked this planet said it. Let love lead. Not miracles. Not numbers. Not testimonies. Yet everyone. You see, as long as you are coming to church, you are looking for what God can do for you today. You have missed the point. You have missed him. You have missed the, the, the greatest Amen. slice of life. Greatest Amen. slice. That is Yom Teruah. Love personified. Amen. Amen. May you become love personified. Amen. Amen. May love, his love, be smelled from you, be tasted from you. Amen. Amen. Wherever you go. Amen. The Lord keep you. The Lord bless you. The Lord. Cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord be merciful to you. The Lord be gracious to you. And your family, wherever you go, may the Lord show you favor and may people show you favor. May you receive favor even from unexpected quarters. In the name of Yeshua. Amen.
May you be strengthened for the work in front of you, for the work ahead of you. May you be strengthened for the work of the ministry. May you be strengthened for his work. And sound the alarm of love. God doesn't want to know loveless church. God doesn't want to know loveless believers. We will put love above every work. We'll put love above every need. Love above. Do you see that this love has got nothing to do with needs that are met or not met? He's not concerned about that. Amen. Amen. That's what makes it a winning season for us. That's what causes us to win. Amen. That is the big deal, church. That is the big deal. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.